0: Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifiolua Abibunde. Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of time. A special thanks to everyone who has been listening, who have not been discouraged by the denominational source of this message. I pray God will continue to bless you and His word will always be a blessing to your lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Sunday is February 20, 2022, and by the special grace of God, the Word of God is coming again. And the topic we have for our Sunday school is Be That Misunderstands God's Justice. Be That Misunderstands God's Justice. That is the key from the book of Job chapter 8 verses 1 to 10 and a continuation from verse 20 to 22. Our introduction is starting on this understanding, which I also want us to get first before we continue in the course of the lesson. Mind you, our lesson is in three parts. One very obvious thing so common in the world around us is attribution. People easily give attribution reasons, I mean, to why something has happened and they want to just bring a cause of reason for it. And most times, all of these attributions are based on assumption. And that is where it becomes so bad and quite unbearable for people who are faced with one situation or the other, which ordinarily they never planned for, which were unforeseen. And while finding themselves in it, people who come around them, who even most times are expected to possibly become, you know, someone who will give them the comfort, the solace that they need, they are the same set of people who somehow is speaking forth, trying to place reasons around what has happened. And in the end, the main essence of even becoming comforter as they're supposed to be for whatever has befalled these people, and they need encouragement, you see that this same set of people end up wounding the the set of people that they propose to help in the course of this. What is the mind of God towards all of this? And what is God expecting us as believers to do? Even when we see that bad things happen to good people, what should be our disposition towards it as believers? And even to us who are challenged, when we don't expect what happened and it happened, how should we go on bearing it? I pray as we continue, the Lord will minister greatly to our hearts and will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. A Godly text is from the book of Job, chapter 8, verses 1 to 2. It reads Then Bildad that, the Shoshites replied, How long would you say such thing? Your words are a blasting wind. Let us pray. Father, we bless your name. We are grateful for always coming to us to speak your mind. Again, we humble our heart and we present our soul before you, asking Jesus that you will cleanse us from all filthiness and that your word will come to us expressly, even for a need of change where necessary. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you will minister to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. As our lesson comes in three parts, the first part of the lesson says, Be that accusation against Job. Be that accusation against Job. And that is taken from the book of Job, chapter 8, verses 1 to 4. Our love will read. The accusation of Bildad was coming because of what happened to Job. And a brief understanding of this, I would just want to give to us quickly. Job, from a previous chapter, as it is clear to Russ, even from the first part of the book of Job, was a reference of who he was. He is a man who was found faithful, blameless, and who had lived his life pleasingly before the Lord. But one obvious thing is that the devil was not so glad around this and was still trying to find fault. And in finding fault, he asked and requested of God to allow him tempt, you know, Job, ensuring that if God takes away comforts and, you know, nice things away from Job, Maybe Job would not be able to continue in being faithful to God. And no, this was granted by God. And in all this, what we see as a resulting effect was the fact that on a singular day, Job lost his possession, all his possession. And when we talk about all his possession, we're talking about physical properties and even souls that belongs to him. His children died in a day, all in a day, all of them died. And this became so bad, so bad that not only that alone was the experience of Job. Part of the experience of Job was that his head was also attacked by the devil. And in all of this, his friends came, three of his friends, they came to meet him. They came, and in the midst of this, we have these friends as Elisa, we have Bildad, and we have Sofar. These three friends came purposely to encourage To encourage Job, that was the intention. They came to comfort him in all that he had experienced. So unbearable, a misfortune that was not predicted that happened to him. And in the course of this, something else was what we saw happening later that was done. That was the pirate thought. That was the initial intention to comfort. But what do we see happening? Build that in this part was bringing an accusation. And the accusation was so clear, so clear that he was blunt to declare that God has never been unjust. That God wouldn't have just make all of this to happen to Job. If Job has not in one way or the other done something, his children had also committed sin against God. And in all of this, instead of him to be able to be someone who would comfort, as they said they have come to comfort Job, they added more pain unto Job job and this become a concern yes he was clear to talk about the fact that making reference even to the bible making it clear that god is always a judge of those who do evil and god will never in any way make even the unjust to go without being punished he was clear to make glad that god will never leave a righteous man to perish or to experience all that is not right he was glad to make references to the word of god and he was so strong with it but in all of this his accusation towards. Job was a wrong one and the side that becomes a concern to you and I as believer is this part that what is the Lord expecting from you and I even when we discover that people are there believers whom were not expecting to be faced with a challenge or challenges had it in any form that comes to them. We see from here Begad was not so sure of the foundational cause of what had befallen Job but he approached it with accusation. Is that not the same thing that you do, even when you don't know the source of a problem that befalls someone very close to you or someone you come to hear about? You're very quick to pass judgment. You're very quick to point out faults and reason for whatever has happened. The Lord is bringing His word to our heart today, making us to understand that He has not called us to be judge of anyone, not an accusers of brethren, but that we should clearly be able to make a stand of what and what is the causating factor of anything that before men before we bring up our comments and this is a warning to us that chris we as christians also should today should learn that even when people are faced with Unforeseen circumstances or bearable experiences. The Lord expect from us sympathy. The Lord expect from us empathy. The Lord expect that we'll pray even for their restoration. We'll pray that whatever that has happened to them, as horrible as it may be, that the Lord will turn it over for them. That is the nature of God. That is his life. And that is what he expects from us as believers. So we must desist from it today and make sure that we, we have clear understanding of things. Before we make a claim of fault or accusation, we must have it substantial. And this is the only thing that can save our head from also the impending judgment of God. So that even while we are trying to nail someone to the wall for their sin or for their iniquity or expressing reasons for whatever has before them, will not also be found wanting in the course of this. I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. The second part of the lesson talks of build that Unwise cancel and that continues from verse 5 to 10. And from these verses, it is clear again that there is an unwise cancel that Bildad is also trying to bring up to Job. He was making it clear that Job, as he has been as he has been able to assume, you know, from his assumption that he's solution, his assumption is that job and his children must have sinned against god and that is why he is experiencing this and now his counsel is that for someone who had sinned he should go before the lord humble himself and ask for forgiveness and that in his forgiveness obviously for a contrite heart and a, for a, a contract heart and a broken one the lord would definitely restore such life and bring him back even to his place and he was saying all of this but his accusations were wrong. And his advice this time around was also very wrong. And look at it. What makes it wrong is that he really did not know what was the experience or what was the result of what happened to Job. And this unwise counsel of Job, of Bildad was because the travail that happened to Job was not because of a sin that he had committed. And this is why we as believers need to be very careful very careful that even when we see something happening to people, we are guided by the wisdom of God and by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Not just for us to water out words. Not just for us to begin to give, you know, uh, lashes of of words of insult or blame to people. Not even for us to begin to give counsel because at times this counsel will always eat it wrong. And this is what we see of build that. But one very thing that us as believers... Who might have been facing one challenge on the other and people have come with accusation and people are even bringing cancel. and it is not right. Hmm? When they have not been able to know what is really the root cause of our experience. One thing that must be strong with us is the same thing that Job had. And that is we should know that God is faithful. We should know that God is a faithful God. When we check verse 10, we will see. A reference back to how God has been victorious to us in the past should keep us strong in a moment when we are faced with one calamity or the other that we do not expect. We should know that God of yesterday is still God of today and will remain God even in the future. He will never leave his faithful ones. He will surely come true for them. And I pray as we wait upon the Lord, the Lord will renew our strength. He will help us to bear it. In the name of Jesus, amen. The last part is build that conclusion, and that is taken from Job 20, uh, Job chapter 8, 20 to 22. And the conclusion was still very clear. I was able to make it clear that for He that is righteous, the Lord would definitely vindicate them and bring them even to laugh again. And it was, even though He didn't know the root cause of the problem of Job, He was still saying what was right, what was true in this last part. And he was also able to make clear that to anyone who has done evil, obviously, everything around them will surely perish. He was drawing all of this from his conclusion. But what the Lord wants us to understand here as believers is that we have to be careful. Very careful at what we say to people, especially in condemnation. When people are suffering, the Lord expects that we will be able to identify with the source of whatever it is that is their problem. And in identifying with it as well, we'll be able to be a source of comfort to them. So that whatever it is, that is happening with people it will be a pointer for restoration a pointer for redemption and not a pointer that will, a, a, an indication that will end in their destruction so mind you believer this is the word of god the lord is counting on you and i that will be a uh, an agent of change an agent of restoration for people around us and our careless deeds of ignorance that we may put up spiritually, even when we are coining it around the scripture, even when we are coining it around the wisdom of God, we will not fail in all of this. We will not fail to affect others. We will not fail at even putting ourselves unto sin. I pray the Lord will guide our hearts, and the Lord will strengthen every heart out there. He's faithful, faithful to restore as many souls that are troubled, that are challenged. He's ever faithful to his own. And I pray that in all situations, the Lord will continually come true for us in the mighty name of Jesus. We've come to the end of our lesson and I want to encourage us that God is a rewarder of those who wait upon him. is a rewarder of those who are faithful and he will never leave them to be consumed by the enemy or to be reproached. It is well with you all in Jesus' name. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead. Bye!